I can do this. I can do this. What I learned in boating school is... What I learned in boating school is... I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> is it hot in here, Mrs. Bob? <laughs> Why is it so hot in here? <laughs> ah! My hand, my hand is cramping, Mrs. Bob. Make it stop. You only need three more. Hey, 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 and welcome to Honto Ego, Japan's only 99.9% .9 English podcast hosted at my dinner table. My name is Matt, I'm a Canadian living in Japan, and for today's topic, I'm going to talk about a little bit and then take the speaking test portion of the TOEFL exam. Have you taken the TOEFL exam before? Um, have you heard of the TOEFL exam before? I'm sure you have, if you're studying English. The TOEFL exam is a pretty widely respected and widely recognized English exam, and they cover all forms of English, right? Writing, speaking, listening, reading. Um, so today, I'm going to read some speaking topics, which I've never read before, okay? I'm going to do it live and I'm going to give a speaking response as if I were taking the exam. Before I do that, I wanna talk a little bit about, um, you know, some tips on organizing your speech during this portion of the exam, okay? Now, typically, the opening speaking test on the TOEFL exam, they will give you a topic um, it's often like a statement and you have to agree or disagree with it. Um, and they typically give you between 15 and 30 seconds to prepare. You know, you can kind of plan out what you want to say. And you have to speak for between 45 and 60 seconds. Typically, uh, you know, it's 45 seconds. That's what I'm going to practice today. Now, 15 seconds is not a lot of time to prepare whatever you're going to say. So I'll tell you now, what kind of things do we want to prepare within those 15 seconds of prep time? First thing, um, of course, you need to kind of have your main answer to the speaking prompt. And your main answer will be your thesis statement, right? What is a thesis statement? Um, if you're writing an essay or if you're you know, answering a question or if you're arguing a point, your thesis statement is your main point, your main argument, kind of clearly stated in one sentence. Sometimes maybe two sentences, but usually one sentence. Now, after you give your thesis statement, after you give your direct response to the question or to the prompt, you have to give two or three support pieces to your main answer. So the support could be um, an example, it could be an explanation, it could be um, some kind of evidence that you have, like proof that proves your point. Um, now, you know, I'll show you some examples today, right, whatever I come up with, but I would advise you, I would, you know, tell you, you shouldn't really worry about getting three pieces of support to your thesis statement. I don't think that there's enough time in 45 seconds to state your main thesis and give three good reasons, right? Um, it's better to have two well-developed reasons. 
right? Two reasons with good support um, and a good explanation. So um, today, the questions that I'm going to be answering, I, I just Googled TOEFL speaking questions, and I'm using a website called TOEFL Resources, created by a man named Michael Goodine, G-O-O-D-I-N-E, Michael Goodine. So thank you very much, Michael. Um, I appreciate your hard work. Oh yes, before I forget, one more important piece of advice that I often tell my students is when you're planning your response, I think the first thing that you should think of is how to say your direct response to the prompt, you know, how to give your thesis in a short and clear way, right? A lot of people, they end up rereading the entire question prompt um, and then they just say like, I agree that blah, 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 blah. And they waste like 10 or 15 seconds on just saying yes or no, right? So I think the first thing that you should plan within your 15 seconds of prep time is what's the first sentence I'm going to say to clearly state my opinion, right? So that's what I'm going to try to do. So beside me, I've got my phone with a 45 second timer. I'm going to read the prompt. Um, I'll try to think for about 10 seconds or so, and um, I'll just start the timer right away. All right, so here we go. The first prompt. Quote, state whether you agree or disagree with the following statement. Then explain your reasons using specific details in your argument. Here's the prompt. Teachers should assign daily homework to students. Mm, uh, nobody likes homework, but it is pretty important, right? All right, so I'm going to say teachers should give homework to students. Um, two reasons. Uh, it reinforces learning and it teaches responsibility. All right, I'm going to begin the timer. Begin speaking now. I think teachers should assign daily homework to students. I have two reasons to support this. My first reason is that homework, in my opinion, is the most important aspect of learning. I think that um, you can't learn any subject just in school hours. I think that the whole point of learning is to continue learning in your free time outside of school. So if you can learn a little bit every day with homework, I think that's the most important part of learning. My second reason is that it teaches responsibility to students. Homework is not fun. Nobody enjoys homework. But uh, if students can push through that and discipline themselves to finish their homework, I think that's a valuable skill. Ooh. All right. How did I do? Uh, so I, I finished a little bit early. I had maybe three seconds left on the clock. Um, but I think that's okay, right? Generally, if you have five seconds left, um, you know, ah, five seconds is kind of a lot. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's good to finish on time. You don't want to get cut off in the middle of your point, right? You kind of want to begin, uh, you, you kind of want to end speaking, um, you know, before the time runs out. All right, so I'm going to do another speaking prompt. Um, let's see, I'm scrolling down. All right, this is the second prompt on that same website. <clears throat> do you agree or disagree with the following statement? 
Children should help their parents with household chores as soon as they are old enough. Use details and examples in your response. All right, I'm going to begin prepping. Um, okay, my thesis, I think they should, um, because it's, you know, chores are a valuable life skill and maybe they can give something back to their parents. All right, I'm going to begin speaking now. I agree that children should help their parents with household chores when they are able to. Um, I have two reasons for this. The first reason is that parents do a lot for children and children don't often get the chance to reciprocate and do things in turn for their parents, right? Um, so I think it's a good opportunity for kids to help their parents out and to show how much they care. More importantly, I think that chores are a necessary thing in life. I think that when the children grow up, they will be happy if they did chores growing up and they had learned those skills about cleaning and cooking and taking care of themselves. So I think it's a necessary skill to have. Ooh. Uh, all right, well, I liked my reasoning, but I, I'm kind of not feeling as good about my performance on that one. I feel like I could have worded um, my second point a bit better. But uh, to be honest, I was thinking that I wanted to talk about, um, you know, teaching kids responsibility, but I kind of just talked about that with the homework prompt and I didn't want to repeat myself. But of course, on a real TOEFL test, um, you know, you're not going to have to worry about repeating yourself, right? Okay, and let's have uh, maybe one more prompt for today's episode. All right, I'm scrolling down the same page. Uh, I'm going to go to the fourth one. One, two, three, four. Yeah, fourth one. Okay, here's the prompt. Do you agree or disagree with the following sentence? We can learn a lot from making mistakes. Ooh, this one's really juicy. All right, I'm going to begin planning. Um, let's see, my thesis. I think, of course, we can learn a lot from making mistakes. I think that's one of the best ways to learn. Um, uh, why? Why do I believe that? Um, okay, okay. Let's let's just jump into it. Let's try. I'm not that prepared, but let's try. Uh, I'm going to begin my timer. Begin speaking now. I do think that we can learn a lot from making mistakes. In fact, I often encourage people to make mistakes. Um, I think that if you make a mistake at a young age, um, and especially if you do so in a safe environment, that can become a life lesson that you carry on for the rest of your life. Um, you know, that's why I think it's important for kids to try, even if they're afraid of failing, I think they should try um, their hardest in school. And if they fail, it's not a big deal because you're in a safe school environment created by the teacher. Um, I failed lots of times in my life and I'll continue to fail. But if I can frame that failure positively as a learning experience, then I would not make that mistake in the future. Bing bong. Ooh. All right. So this one, I decided to go a little bit more freeform. Um, you know, while I was planning in my 10 seconds or so, I couldn't really think of my, you know, main pillars of support for my argument, right? Um, I felt pretty passionate about that topic, so I thought I could just jump in and, you know, speak about it. Um, you know, drawing on my own personal anecdotes, my own personal experience of being a teacher 
Um, you know, I see students fail a lot. <laughs> I fail a lot as a teacher. And, you know, I do believe that failure is one of the best ways to grow, right? Um, sometimes you hit failure and you're really embarrassed. Um, but, you know, that's natural, right? Nobody's perfect. Um, yeah, interesting prompt. It's a little bit deep, you know, so it's, it kind of makes it a little tough to talk about, actually. Speaking of learning from mistakes, that just reminds me, um, two things that I've heard from fellow teachers. I had a uh, great co-teacher at a Japanese elementary school named Mr. Koyano. And Mr. Koyano, he would always say to his students, they were like grade six students, he would say to them, um, enjoy mistakes, right? He had a poster that he created and he put on the board in English and he said, enjoy mistakes. And that's always been, you know, a teaching philosophy or a, I don't know, learning philosophy that has stuck with me. I love that. Enjoy mistakes. And another uh, piece of advice, or I guess another joke that I heard from another teacher at, um, you know, at one of my companies, he says, Pobuddy's nerfect. <laughs> Pobuddy's nerfect, right? Switching the N and the P of nobody's perfect. I think that's just such a funny, cute little memorable phrase for people to hold on to, right? All right, so, um, you know, I'm an English teacher, but, uh, you know, <laughs> sometimes I struggle with the TOEFL speaking prompt. Don't worry about it, right? I think the most important thing to do is to practice, um, to fail, and to learn from your failure, right? Just like the third prompt from today. One more point before I wrap up today um, about the TOEFL test, right? I do think the TOEFL test is a great test to kind of learn for any level of English. Um, you know, it is a standardized test, meaning that there is no level, there's no tier of, you know, difficulty like Aiken has. Um, so everyone is taking the same kind of test, right? So knowing that, I think that you can take it at any level and you can see your score and you can gauge or you can judge your level, right? And you can see growth in yourself if you take it, you know, more than once. So I think it's kind of unique in that sense. Also, the thing I like about the TOEFL exam or the TOEFL test is that you can take it as often as you want, pretty much. I think that even if you crash and burn and do really poorly on the test, um, I believe you can take the TOEFL exam every three days. So, you know, talking about making mistakes and learning from mistakes, the TOEFL is a pretty safe environment to fail and learn from, I think. Uh, do I recommend that you take the TOEFL every three days? No, of course not, right? You should space it out, maybe take it every season, right? You could take it four times a year, maybe, and see your growth, right? You're not going to see growth every three days, but you will see growth if you take it a few times a year. So give that a shot. All right. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Honto Ego. As always, please follow us on, on Instagram at Honto Ego Pod, H-O-N-T-O-E-I-G-O-P-O-D on Instagram. And if you have a topic that you would like me to talk about in the future, um, please email me at Hontoego at gmail.com. All right, um, that's wrapping up today's episode. Thanks so much and enjoy mistakes.
<laughs> Bye now.